0: This is Bolt Crew RPG
1: with the learning curve.
2: All right, so we pick up the next day and I'm curious all three of you are get wake up and to wonder you know, you're all sore shit. How do you ha- how do you handle you know do the day after uh, some strenuous activity? Well, yeah, I say you were the, the least sore, but you're still sore.
1: All right. Well, okay. after all of that, Alicia's response is basically going to be I, I need to stretch a lot and I need to eat a lot because I probably went through a lot of reserves regenerating.
2: All right. So, uh, Alchemy uses this to go, Oh, that was tough. Now have a big breakfast and stretch a lot. What's, t- what's Tony's reaction?
0: Yeah, I think it's soft whining. Um, but also just a lot of stretching, and then some more stretching, and then some more stretching. It's stretching to the point where you're like, "Are they actually flexing here? What, what is? Uh, oh, oh, that okay? It's kind of like yoga. Got it. They're going to basically do yoga poses all day long, and basically just 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 turn into
1: a pretzel." I mean, Alicia learned some yoga at some point in time, but she doesn't do it as much around Tony as she should. Tony would be the best yoga partner, except for the fact that you always end up feeling kind of inadequate beside that cat-like liquid flexibility, <laughs> no matter yeah, how I think, good you are.
0: Exactly. I think there is a certain level, like there is a a level difference. Uh, and at some point that is too big, but the fact that. Tony rolled out of bed not feeling like they could become a pretzel. They're saying something.
2: Well, how does what is Jennifer doing?
3: Jennifer's probably taking it the worst from everyone because she does have her injury she's recovering from, but also because generally speaking, she's not anywhere near as a, as athletic or fit as the other two. So for her, she's muscles are hurting that she didn't even know she had. So she's kind of doing like the awkward cowboy walk. Holding her side. Uh she's iced her whole body, took an ice cold shower. She just feels like crap. Um, to the point where like any sudden movements are just not gonna happen for her.
2: All right. All right. So it sounds like a take it easy day. Maybe go to museum day. <laughs>
1: That's
2: yeah, a
0: definitely idea. slow oh, and easy. Yeah. Also, we do have to get Roscoe's ice cream at one point, but we can do that after museum
1: if it wasn't for the fact that Alicia doesn't exactly want to go near the ocean after what happened this would almost have been a beach day because just lying down in the water a bunch would help relax everything out and the orphanage doesn't have a hot tub <laughs> it might just barely
0: have a swimming pool but it it's heavily chlorinated and extremely cold because it's not heated you know it's not heated also if we go to the museum. Uh wait, let me do that actually in character. Oh, if we can go to the museum and then then I can try and pose as all the weird statues. And we can learn about like the history and stuff.
1: And didn't Swarrow Man say he left something behind too when we were interviewing him?
0: Oh yeah, you're right. We gotta check all the plants. I can pose as plants. <laughs>
2: I don't know how to respond to that, (laughs) but I'm just going to say, oh, (laughs) so what does Jennifer think of this idea?
3: She's kind of quietly going along with it. She kind of looks at Tony in awe that he can be so chipper and energetic after everything they just did yesterday, especially since he was the one, like, tumbling through the air and doing all these acrobatic things. She's just kind of, like, going along with anything they say.
1: Don't worry, we're not going to make you walk too much, probably.
3: Please, because then one of you is going to have to carry my fat ass. I mean, we can always get like one of those wheelchair
1: thingies. Uh, Especially if you were in an accident with a shark.
3: I don't know that that meets the the criteria to get one of those, but if it does, sweet.
1: (laughs) Just for the day. It's either that or the two of us start taking turns carrying you on our back. I don't wish that, even on my worst enemy.
2: So, uh, if you want to, you can request a wheelchair for the day. I'll say that you can if you want to. Do you? Probably.
3: Honestly, that sounds like a sweet deal.
2: <laughs> All right. So the trio of, of uh, so the trio so the, tri- the trio of you head off towards the museum. Now you know, like you have a couple of things. There's the art museum where Saworo Man. The hit and then there's a history museum that they're not too far from each other. It's a you know, it's like the that's sort of like the that the historic part of the section of town. But which one which would you prefer to go first?
1: Well, uh, we did kind of talk about doing the art one if only to find out what he left behind.
2: Okay, so art museum it is. I but this
1: is Alicia, she could do both to the sound of somebody just
2: in the background saying
1: nerd at her
2: <laughs> and it would be accurate oh by the way a question when you guys arrived to the scene there it's one of those like you know big stone steps at the front there is a ramp nearby but a question do you feel that i feel like tony would try to take jennifer up the stairs just on the wheelchair first before even trying the ramp
0: I th- I think Tony would approach the wheelchair or would approach the stairs and like start turning around, but I feel like Jennifer would interfere with that.
1: Alicia might kind of just point as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that there is a double take. Stick. Oh, uh, yeah. Nope. That, yeah, better idea. The, better the idea. The moment,
3: the moment he started like ramming the wheelchair, trying to get it up the, the first step, Jennifer would be like, "Ow, ow, no, hey, no." And just point with Alicia towards the the ramp.
0: Yeah, no, that is a better idea. It's less fun and it's slower.
2: Okay. <laughs> okay. So the three of you arrive. You get student tickets and you start exploring. It's kind of boring at first. It's I don't know. I, I, actually, I'm curious. What are the between the three of you? Just how? What like what would their reaction be to go into an art museum? Like. Let's start with uh, Alicia. Are you, like, would you say they're an art lover or they're just like, oh, yeah, they're, they're paintings and stuff?
1: I think Alicia actually might have a bit of a soft spot for art because she couldn't really do a lot other than, you know, science and looking at things for her childhood. So she learned to be able to appreciate some of the, you know, beauty in life. What else could she do when trapped inside, like, five rooms for the first ten years?
2: Okay, I mean, I guess Tony will just just wants to practice all the poses and all that work.
0: Yeah, exactly. But also, it's it's very much like museums are very much what you make of it. So, growing up, relatively speaking, surrounded by a bunch of art, uh, because I cannot imagine stuffing a mansion full of anything else um does mean that that is a game that tony has been playing for a long time um and i think well relatively speaking of course um and i think it's it's just the colors and uh compositions and i think it's it really is something that tony is weirdly into just not all the words next to the paintings and stuff
2: all right and now jennifer
3: I think she would be appreciating the art on a superficial level. Like, she is kind of a teenager. This is all kind of, you know, old people stuff to her. Like, old people walk around and appreciate stuff, like people in their 30s. So so she's just kind of, like, looking at it on a superficial level, like, oh, the colors are cool, but that's about it.
2: So, yeah, you guys are walking around. You see, like, some, some stuff, like... You do go. So part of it does go like, "Ooh!" As you look at pictures that were made before people had superpowers, like back in the olden days. Now you see some of the stuff that people made after superpowers, and like, "Oh, didn't know you could have three D three D paintings." That's a little odd to look at. I'm going to look away now. Uh, Alicia will stop
1: at in the Hall of Heroes kind of room and stare for a little while at the pictures or one or two that her grandfather was in and just be like,
2: I wish I kind of met him. And you look you're looking around and you notice there are a few gaps in stuff. Like you can definitely tell like there should like should be something there uh, but there's just blank spaces on the walls. And then as you look around you see you see one spot, it's oh that's what left got left behind. But it's cactuses. A lot of artwork of cactuses. There's statues of cacti. There's paint, oil paintings of the cacti. There's cubits, cubic, cubism arts of cacti. You see a few, uh, like, me- like sat, like metal pieces of metal, pieces of metal in the r- range, like a cactus.
1: What did he get that much in? And it's been here for months. Maybe they actually kind of like him. Jennifer goes, I mean, the
3: art's not bad. I've read about this lady who used to do a lot of, you know, stuff, like something, something, Callow, you know, maybe he's like a descendant of hers.
0: Who knows? Look, I'm a cactus, and uh, Tony holds out their arms to the side and just at a ninety degree angle, and then at the elbow there's another ninety degree angle.
1: Alicia's going. One to is flipped lapping.
0: up and one is flipped down.
1: Alicia's going to start laughing hopelessly at that one. Jennifer will ask, "Do you
3: think he just stole all this art and put it here?" Or do you think, like, do you
0: think he made it? How cool would it be if this is actually the thing he does? Like, maybe he he made it. That would be so cool. She kind of looks
3: at the sculpture made out of wood and she goes, maybe that's why he messes the lumber at the hardware store. Maybe he just goes there for supplies.
1: Considering he didn't even, like, leave with any, for all I know, he just, like, thinks it's, Funny to leave it spiky, or he's straightening the bad ones, or something like that. Mm. Do you think he would do that, actually? He probably would. I mean, we, we know he likes to be in on his own joke, and if that's not in on your own joke, what is?
0: Hey, um, Quinn, with all of the weirdness and the calming vibes of a uh, museum, would you say that is comforting
2: someone? It has to be person to person. can't just you can't no, just yeah, have... yeah.
0: can I can I like just with the with the the, the weird poses of of who um, hey, you're
2: trying to comfort? you have to pick somebody. Alicia, okay, because I
0: believe that Alicia has the most um condition still
2: all right. Roll yeah. plus your mundane? yes, because Tony is great, the mundane. That was sarcastic for people listening.
0: <laughs> Damn. Damn. I maxed out on my dying I still only got a six. Cause I have a minus two to mundane. So
2: you got a six, which is a failure.
0: Yep. Marking, marking it down.
2: But you you just make you just make Alicia laugh, that's about it. You don't get rid of all the other stuff. You all still got baggage.
1: That's why we go to therapy. It's
0: why we go and eat ice cream. I'm with ice cream.
1: In real life,
0: I would, yeah, I was going to say, like, in real life, I would, why not both? Fair. Back to the art discussions. (laughs) Um, So is there a way just that uh, we can see whether the arts, can we see whether the art styles in in between the different pieces is, is a little bit similar, or whether there is a signature. Uh, Did he put up n- tags around it with, like, this is the medium and this is the artist, etc.? Okay, I...
2: Okay, uh, i trying to think, what what was your rule? I say rule plus your mundane for this. If why? You, this is it's, so it's, mean. It's, it's the most accurate... It's the most accurate stat, okay? I mean, yes. You should
0: fail. that's why.
2: Well, you just you... you just think that,
0: I, that I'm allowed to get all of the potential. Gotcha. I'll roll it.
2: All right. No, no, no you have to roll your danger to understand art.
1: No, the superior, I... because you're so hoity-toity.
0: Exactly. <laughs> that honestly makes sense. No, I'll just keep it with mundane. Though I have seen some art installations where danger would have applied. <laughs> nope, that's a five minus two is a three. But
2: hey, at least I didn't fumble. You're like... Yeah, yeah, totally. Like this, 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 or uh, maybe this, that way. That one's those two together, than that one can't be. But maybe they are. But but no. But then you you don't know. You think maybe yeah. Uh, you can't tell. Look at this one.
0: It has this post.
1: Alicia finds one actually that's on fabric, looks at it for a couple moments, and then falls down laughing almost. It takes like a couple moments to get her back up, and then she points at it and says. Heated needlepoint.
2: <laughs> oh God! <laughs> wow. Uh, that that in real life, people that was just wow. <sighs> so that so you do, you guys spend a few hours in the museum, passing the time, and now what do you do next? You have a good time in the museum, even if you couldn't tell just how much of the. Tomorrow man's artwork is his, his is handmade, and how much is store bought, or if any, if any was either. So what do you do? Days they still young. It's about lunchtime ish. Do we
0: want to go to the history museum and learn more about how our families were like seen established? Well, not mine, but yours. Or do you feel like we already? Had so many classes on that that we already know
1: everything. I mean, I kind of like the exhibit they have there on Grandpa, but um, we don't have to. I'm mildly curious what they've been being hinted at in that really awkward phone call that I might not know what's going on, but I don't know that it would randomly show up in the museum. Jen, how about what do you want to do?
3: I'm just here for the ride. And she's kind of like like, points at her, at her one hand, she's like, it would be cool to be holding ice cream in this hand, though, as I get
1: wheeled all over town. Ice cream first, then. They won't let us bring it in, so we have to really, really enjoy and savor the ice cream.
3: Yeah, I think that's a good plan, especially on a hot day like today.
2: Alright, so, the you head off to get ice cream. You head to your favorite haunt. Roscoe's. And while you're there, I'll say you see Rebecca and Raphael, there. Jennifer's Do they gonna. They
1: had a rough time. Oh, sorry. No,
2: Jennifer's gonna look at
3: her, uh, her friends, and immediately say, "Remember, shark." Because you know she's in a wheelchair. They're gonna ask, so she's just covering the bases. We're all gonna say the same story: shark attack.
2: <laughs> and so you guys push open the door. The little bell on the, the door rings. Like they turn their heads, look. It's like, huh. and Rebecca's like her eyes bug out a little bit. It's like. Oh, well, hey, Jennifer, what are you doing here?
0: Uh, just getting
3: ice cream with my friends, Tony and Alicia.
2: Oh, what happened? She, like, points to her hole, everything?
3: Oh, uh, oof. Kind of awkward, but I got attacked by a shark.
2: And you see Raphael just sort of just, just have to smother a laugh at that. What's so funny, dude? No nothing. Nothing.
1: Yeah, they said that we should keep her off her feet for a day, but we didn't want her to just have to sit around inside the whole time. So, walking day it is. A shark? Yeah.
3: We were swimming, and this I don't know what kind of shark it was. I'm not like a sharkologist, but, you know, it just kind of like came out of nowhere and just... hit me with the snows on the side and like the teeth graze pretty deep. And she kind of lifts her, her shirt a little bit and she shows off that there's like a lot of bandaging covering up like some bruising that's seeping from the size of the bandage. She says, yeah, I got hit pretty hard, cracked a rib. Um, oh my God. Why didn't you
2: tell me about this? Why didn't you call me yesterday?
3: Well, because I was kind of, you know how they give you meds and stuff. Yeah. I was, I was kind of out of it and I just, I just wanted to sleep it off. I didn't want to worry anybody, but you know, shark attack.
2: I'm sorry, but I'm... A, I'm I am i there's, there's did, ah. Wait, so you were by the water. Did, did, you, did you see that, that iceberg thing of all that happened? Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Um, maybe that's what the, were, maybe that's why the shark hit you, because it was distracted. It got confused by all the stuff that went on in the water.
3: Yeah, you know, maybe all those icebergs moved the shark around, maybe got caught in a Undertow of some sort and just pushed to the shore and I mean I don't feel the 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 poor guy was probably just really confused when he bit me, you know I'm not here advocating to kill sharks or anything but yeah there was there was a lot of commotion going on yesterday and I I was just one of many victims but just of the shark not of whatever else was going on
2: oh yeah oh yep I yeah so yeah I told you Rafael yeah.
3: No, they're kind of doing the thing where two teenage girls are trying to have a conversation with their eyebrows. Yes, and they're like looking from Raphael to each other, and you know, Jen's lifting her eyebrows like, yeah, like, oh, oh, okay, and like, then yeah, Alicia,
1: yeah. Alicia will be like, I bet there's room at that table over there for your chair to be comfortable.
3: Yeah, yeah. I just want to say hi. Um, you guys have a good day. You know um i'll see you at school right rebecca right totally yeah and then she kind of gives her like that slide knowing wink and then she kind of taps the side of the wheelchair for tony to like
2: flip him around and take him to another table all right so you guys get ice cream it's delicious and what flavor is it i don't know what flavors do you want
0: Oh, can we please have Soraro Man as a special of the week or the special of the day? Because we get, we come here so often that it almost has to be a special of the day.
2: Okay. So Soraroman Man's ice cream, it's green. Yeah, so it's probably what? Mint? And also got, they, and to emulate the cactus spikes, they put little uh, bits of uh, like sugar cone into the into the ice cream.
0: Yes.
3: Yeah, nice. I'm in. I'm, I'm, yeah, half, half of the fun of this game is just having Joaquin use his creative powers to make ice cream.
0: Yeah, have you ever considered starting an ice cream shop?
1: No. Careful not to break the storyteller.
2: <laughs> you have, you, a little bit of bending breaks every time. It's it's just it's it's, it's stress testing. Honestly, I just can't have to bounce back stronger. So you get you got you get your Swara Man ice creams and. Do you leave? Do you do you leave? Uh, Rebecca to her date un, unbothered or do you do, or do you like heckle her one little bit before you leave?
3: I'm gonna leave her, but the whole time I'm having ice cream, I'm watching her interaction with Raphael just to see, you know, what the gossip's gonna be on on Monday.
2: You definitely tell they're hitting it off pretty nicely. You know, also you notice that uh. Raphael, he looks a bit banged up, like he got into a fight recently, but, you know, it's probably nothing.
1: Felicia had a bit of a feeling he might, which is why she was very, very quick to allow the conversation to move. After all, she can count, and she knows how many people Helen hangs out with on the regular. She's done her math. Jennifer has not done her math.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Tony doesn't even know
2: what math is. <laughs> okay, so I'll, I guess then the three of you would decide to. Okay, what do, you, what do you guys decide to go next? You you mentioned the museum, are you still head, still set on that? The history museum. I should clarify. All right, so the three of you finish off your ice creams and then you head off to the to the history museums. What do you want to? Go, what do you want to go first? What exhibit would you want to... What part of history would you like to cover?
1: Uh, I'm going back to my previous statement. Alicia does have a soft spot for the exhibit on her grandfather. The right. Good old, you know, silver golden age stuff.
2: Golden they age. got there. yeah. So, yeah, you guys head over to the golden age exhibit, which is, you see, like, back when about three, you know, three generations-ish ago... So, give or take 60, not 70, 80. You see, like, actually on the, th- on the, uh, boards, you see, there's several arguments on to when exactly the golden age starts. Like, you know, some, some believe that it should start, you know, 90 years ago with the, with the birth of the very first superhero. Others say it shouldn't count until, you know, the first, uh, until like the first, uh, what's the word? Um, the first, the hell was oh in yeah, the first uh showdown between uh like the first big showdown between superheroes there are all kinds of different metrics on which one they fall, fall under so you go you and so it's kind of interesting to see like like back in the olden days like you know there were like cities that didn't have walls around them which is weird to you guys and then heroes popped start, heroes and villains started popping up and it's you could tell like it's almost weird to see like oh this guy could lift cars and that's it. Huh. That's kind of lame, kind of weak. And you see like you, like there's definitely historically they find that heroes back in the golden age they were a lot weaker in overall. Like they didn't have as many people... they were not as powerful as as people have been nowadays. Now you see how a yeah, time progresses and then they reach the silver age which is when People notice, like, which is when the Alchemist starts popping up. You see, like, one of the first homegrown heroes of Halcyon City. You know, he, he was sort of like a sidekick in the Golden Age, and then became a full, like, independent hero in the in the Silver Age. And he was one of the first ones to start investigating the portals that started popping up all over the all over the world, and how the, he was like one among the first teams to discover that the portals led to alternate Earths. And that sometimes people people and things would cro- cross between those portals, and then there's a there's like a whole little section about the night guard that feels like one of the that his debut as like the as the Halcyon city. but it's it's a small small section for now. They, they actually they tell you like for more information, go to the night, go to the night guard section for more details.
1: you think he's came in and looked at it, or do you think he just finds it too awkward? I don't know. Maybe he's there. If he's a museum guide, I I, I don't know how I'm going to react.
2: Okay, I, I, I can safely say no. He's not a museum guide. He's too busy for that. But you do okay. see a lot of pictures of him, and even in pictures, he, it just it's always so odd to look at him. It's like it, it, like the, the pictures just don't really seem to capture the the sheer like cutoutness of him, the sheer blackness. But yeah, so any questions you guys have for about the history of this world, just so I can pinpoint and try to make up an answer, just because dang it I did not expect you to go to the history museum. I am, I don't know what. To do.
1: Sorry, we just like to put you in awkward corners too often,
0: <laughs> and also give you the the opportunity to lore dump. To be quite
2: honest, <laughs> I like. I, okay, that's fair. But so, yeah, any questions? I can either lore dump on you, or potentially or ha- most likely make it up. Like, uh, yeah.
1: Well, actually, sure. We can take a look in the night guard room and hear a tiny about the history of the night guard because um, maybe it'd be good to learn a little bit more about that, especially considering we've had a lot of interaction with them to
2: date. All right. So you guys wander over to the night guard exhibit. Actually, now I'm curious. Have, have would you say any of you have been there before? Let's start with Jennifer. Would you say you've been to this just the museum or this exhibit in general before?
3: I imagine my dad would take me to stuffy places like this just, you know, to make a public appearance. But I don't imagine I ever really paid attention
2: when I was here. Okay. Okay, now Alicia.
1: Uh, Once since, or twice since she was able to get out from under her parents. And a single time with them, when there was a midnight break-in, at for a lesson instead of for thievery and they basically said and a little bit of and this is some of where we came from and you have to learn to be smarter than it in our way which is the first time she got to see the exhibit on her grandfather her brother wasn't even there yet because um he was just they didn't her parents didn't think he was mature enough to get the point at that point in time all right but it was also her chance to see the original uniform from him that had been survived. Nice, Tony.
0: I don't think Tony has been here before. I think, if anything, there was a the digital tour. Basically, when when most people were not allowed to go out anyway, so they set up a digital tour. Um, I think Tony has has gone through that one at least once. In order to prepare for history classes and and get a best baseline understanding,
2: So, yeah, basically um, you just got like the the, the quick version because yeah. you you were basically cramming all this just okay, just how much common knowledge should you learn just so you don't immediately people don't immediately go you were born in a lab, weren't you?
0: Yeah, exactly. But it's not like that is Tony's way of learning, so not a lot has been retained other than the pictures, but then the names are, again, not matched with the pictures, um, etc. So there's pictures of costumes in Tony's brain, just not whose costume that actually is, unless there is a hint on the costume very clearly displayed, like almost obviously so, that it is connected to that person.
2: All right. So you guys head over to the Night Nightgun exhibit and... Like this one, yeah, they again they, sh- they this one it's more of a there's a lot more of a, like a you know hometown hero a vibe to it, and they mention they like they there's a bit more detail they go into a bit more detail about him. So they talk about how like, he first showed up in like the silver in the Silver Age second gen, and he, back then he you can you see some pictures of him he was a lot ganglier back in his youth, like he, he like. Like, you like you can see it in the pictures and stuff. It just looks like a, basically, it looks like a silhouette of a teenager just running around doing stuff. Like, there's no, you can't really see any muscle definition on him. It's just, it's just almost looks like a scarecrowish at some point, at some angles. So, yeah, and you could tell that, it, it, they say, like, you know, the, the early things, like, he went mostly unnoticed in the, in the early days. Just because he was like, oh, here's another guy running around doing stuff. Because like, again, he, he, he doesn't, he is not super strong. He is just tough. That's his main, that's his superpower. He's, mm-hmm. his one thing is that he's pretty much indestructible. So he, like, in his early days, he ran around being a vigilante doing things, but he really came into fame. Like, his, the thing that made him famous in the Halcyon city, it was one time was the showdown with Blister. And they go into a little bit of story about that. So. Back in the day, Blister was this uh gang member, and he got his name because he was a pyro- pyrokinetic. He could throw fire around, and one of the things he, he did is that he would literally blister people, just like like put whole fire near close enough to them that their skin literally start blistering. And so, for and then at one point, he like when the police surrounded his hideout, he promptly killed the police. And a good chunk of the of the people who started had been like walking around outside the hideout, and so the they the reports lay out how he went on a bit of a reign of terror for a bit as he essentially had like a just like an aura of just heat that anyone could, no one could get close to him, or else essentially it'd be microwaved to death because they could not get it was just the heat was too much, and they they mentioned how he Narka was the only one who was getting close to him and put him down and that was really the first like first time like he got made major news
1: do we see any of the old ones with Guard and saguaro man because
2: i think mean, they did know each other back in the day uh there are a few like you don't see any uh saguaro man like in the early days before blister and then you do like later on like when after so after the Guard became a, like got mentioned as a name you you go, Oh, hey, there he is. You see Swaro Man in one picture. Is he? It's just like a minor footnote in that section, though. You see, you see him pop up a bit more and more as, t- and, and later things about, he, like, he's never, he was never given too much focus in this, in this section of the museum. Like, he definitely does. He's been around a while, but he's, he's, he's not, like, he's not, it he doesn't have as long a career as Suarum, as, as the night guard. And you do see, like, uh, leading up to, uh, the end of the Silver Age and the beginning of the Bronze Age, third generation, which is when your, pa- your parents were born. You see, that's when the shuffle happened, which is when the portals from the other world, other, other started, they started going unstable. And they, start, like, entire, like, parts of the planet would shuffle between other, between alternate Earths. And they mentioned how, like, uh, you know, like, one country just totally like like Belgium went totally vanished, and a different Belgium hopped into its place, or like apparently the, the, there's a place called New York City. it used to be a place, but then it just then it got shuffled, and now it's just wilderness out there and then they mentioned like how the night guard was one of the heroes who like investigated the matter and like one, one of the ones who helped stop the shuffle and set and close all the portals shut all the portals off. Like disconnecting each earth from the other ones
1: ah, Rebecca's proof that it didn't perfectly work though we still occasionally have a little
2: leakage actually you think now that you think about it like she said her parents came over and she, she herself is born on this earth uh, okay I stand corrected
0: is there also some information about is that the was it revolution that we that we ran into and that turned out to be a dick
2: yes and so, yeah, once, and one other section is like, you know, recent history is the, you know, the gate is like a section about the gatekeepers, the local superhero team. And they, they show you how the, the the founding members like Alchemist uh saying, I, I just really have to make up names for the founding members of the gatekeepers. Damn it. Uh So Alchemist was one of them. There was Kingdom. There was the Snake Handler. And the f- fourth and final was Prospero. So yeah, those were, those were the founding members. And they this was back in the Silver Age. And then there's a, there's a bit of history about, you know, the uh, stuff going back and forth. Uh, like, you know, at one point, Alchemist died. You know, Prospero disappeared. The other two retired. And then new, you know, new, new, new members show up. And then the, the current, and they show a little bit about the current lineup. And how revolution has been, uh, has was a bronze age. And he's been, you know, they show like how he was a bit of a rough and tumble hero back in his early days. And but he's cleaned up now. We swear we promise totally. Any other, yeah, I'm
0: still not convinced.
1: (laughs) Any other questions? Well, you did say that the Saguaro man stuff wasn't here. Is he in a different room a bit more?
2: Yes. Dang
1: it. You shouldn't have made him so interesting if you didn't want us to be curious.
2: So, yes, there is a bit about the Saguaro Man. So he's definitely, he, he's more of the, he's Bronze Age. And, you know, there's the stuff that you can't really see anything about before he became Saguaro Man. He, people just say, oh, and then one day, Saguaro Man popped up. And at first he's, first he, like, did a lot of, uh, uh, he was a bit more of a active criminal back in the early days but then he he's he, more of a, a criminal who would tell jokes rather than a jokes who occasionally did crime and so now then you see like over time he's progressed from you know being more of an actual criminal to more of a joke and who occasionally does crime and the, the, actually you see you see a lot of see a lot of like a section of a, a lot of stuff he personally signed and he says Autographs are, avail- are available for five bucks. Just kidding, it's free.
1: Wait a minute! Did he break into the museum to sign those?
2: I can neither confirm nor deny. Is he actually here? Now that you just said that out loud that way, okay? Yes, I'll say that you guys are you as watching the museum, and then you suddenly hear like a you think you thought it was like a, some kind of automated you know voiceover thing, and so in the early days, you know, because one man started to do this and this and this. And then over time, you see he learned the air of his ways and he started doing more, crime, you know, less crimes and more cactus-related things that should benefit everyone. And then you turn to see he's just standing there talking to like a microphone that's not plugged into anything.
0: He's providing voiceover with his own expedition. That's that's amazing.
2: Well, hi, I citizens.
0: Do- hi.
2: I'm glad to see you, I'm glad to see the youth are enjoying today's museums. It's always important to learn your history
1: and to appreciate modern cactus-themed art and needlepoint. I only wonder if
3: the artist is the same for all of them, or if they are just a collection
2: of things that whoever put them here enjoys. Well, I must say, I ain't my dab head a needlepoint. But but I can take all the credit. Just most of it. She looks a little bit impressed, because
3: Saguaro Man just kind of is so random that just when she thinks she's got him figured out, he does something wild, like no needle point and is pretty proficient at it. And be like, wow, I'm surprised they let you in here after you,
2: you know, broke in here. I broke it into most places at least once. It's good fun. Besides, he, like, leans in close. Turns out some places will pay you to break into them so you can test the security. Don't tell anyone who said this, but you can make money breaking into places. Wow. That's kind of genius,
3: actually. And I'm a really good way
1: to reform people. I'm surprised that you haven't started, you know, selling commemorative plaques to places you've gone to, like broken into by a Saguaro man on XYZ date.
2: I tried that, but the legal fees were way too high. And then there was some kind of merchandising fee. And then they had to go register down at the, at the, at the, at the and the they business say- bureau—it's it's just way too much hassle. Okay, I prefer—I uh, prefer to be a privately, private corporation, and it's just—you know it just a lot, lot less stress and headache, heartache that's, too. Now that I think about it,
1: that's fair. Well, it's a shame that you don't get to have full control on your own copyright there.
2: Ah, uh, don't worry about it. it. Trust me, if people get copyright me, then they just poke them, poke, poke. <laughs>
1: Uh, um, Alicia's taking that one with good humor.
2: <laughs> all right. I've stuck around here too long. I, I have my water I have the sunshine, and sunshine. Now I must leave. Like all cactus everywhere, I must tumble in the wind. Wait, no, that's tumbleweeds. Eh, close enough. Away! And he just runs out.
1: He pulled that off. I'm impressed.
0: I, I, I have set myself to a life of. Heroing, but should that fail, I know what I aspire to be. A cactus, apparently. I don't think you can be a cactus.
1: Well, he clearly is. Out of the three of us, Tony's the closest.
3: I can't argue that.
1: Want to find out more about the
2: story? Join our Discord channel. The link is in the description.